Hello and welcome back to our podcast. Um, please subscribe and send us a voice message. Um, so anyway, let's get straight into it. Once upon a time, there were four little rabbits, and their names were Flopsy, Mopsy, Cottontail, and Peter. They lived with their mother in a sand bank, bank underneath the root of a very big fir tree. Now, my dears, said Mrs. Rabbit one morning, you may go into the fields and down the lane, but don't go into Mr. McGregor's garden. Your father had an accident there. He was put in a pie by Mr. McGregor. Now run along and don't get into mischief. I am going out. Then old Mrs. Rabbit took took a basket and her umbrella and went through the wood to the baker's. She brought she bought a loaf of brown bread and five cooked buns. Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail, who were good little bunnies, went down the lane to gather blackberries. But Peter, who was very naughty, ran straight to Mr. McGregor's garden and squeezed under the gate. First he ate some lettuces and then some French beans. And then he ate some radishes. And then, feeling rather, rather, rather sick, we went to look for some parsley. But round, but round the end of the cucumber frame, whom should he meet but Mr. McGregor? Mr. McGregor was on his hands and knees, planting out young cabbages. But he jumped up and ran after Peter, waving awake and calling out, Stop, thief! Peter was most dreadfully frightened. He rushed all over the garden. He had forgotten the way back to the gate. He lost one of his shoes among the cabbages, and then and the other among the potatoes. After losing them, he ran on four legs and went faster, so that I think he might have gotten away altogether if he had not unfortunately run into a gooseberry net and got caught by the large buttons on his jacket. It was a blue jacket with brass buttons, quite new. Peter gave himself up for lost and shed big tears, but his sobs were overheard by some friendly sparrows, who flew to him in great excitement and implored him to exert himself. Mr. Mish McGregor came up with a sheep, which he intended to pop upon the top of Peter, but Peter wiggled out just in time, leaving his jacket behind him, and rushed into the tool shed, and jumped into a can. It would have been a beautiful thing to hide in, if it had not been so much water in it. Mr. McGregor was quite sure that Peter was hidden somewhere in the tool shed, perhaps hidden underneath a flower pot. He began to turn them over carefully, looking under, underneath. Presently, Peter sneezed. Curtsy school. What does that mean? Curtsy school. Why does he say curtsy school? That's weird. Right, Benny? Mr. McGregor was after him in no time and tried to 
put his foot upon Beetle, who jumped out a window, upsetting three plants. The window was too small for Mr. McGregor, and he was tired of running after Peter. He went back to his work. Peter sat down to rest. He was out of breath and, tr- and trembling with fright, and he had not the least idea which way to go. Also, he was very damp and sit- from sitting in that camp. After a time, he began to wander about, going lippity-lippity, not very fast, and looking all around. He found a door in a wall, but it was locked, and there was no room for a fat little rabbit to squeeze underneath. An old mouse was running in and over the stone doorstep, carrying peas and beans to a family in the wood. Peter asked her for the way to the gate. But she, but she, had such a large pea in her mouth that she could not open. She almost shook her head at him. Peter began to cry. Then he tried to find his way straight across the garden, but he became more and more puzzled. Presently, he came to a pond where Mr. McGregor filled his water cans. A white cat was staring at some goldfish, but she sat very still. But now, and then, the tip of her tail twitched as if it were alive. Peter thought it best to go away without speaking to her. He had heard about cats from his cousin, little Benjamin Bunny. He went towards the, to- the tool ship, but suddenly, quite close to him, he heard the noise of a hell. Scratch, 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 scratch. Peter scuttled underneath the bushes, but presently, as nothing happened, he came. He came out and climbed open the wheelbarrow and peered over. The first thing he saw was Mr. McGregor, hoeing onions. His back was turned towards Peter, and beyond him was the gate. Peter got down very quietly off the wheelbarrow and started running as fast as he could go along a straight walk behind some black coat bushes. Mr. McGregor caught sight of him at the corner, but Peter did not care. He slipped underneath the bed the gate, and he was safe at last in the wood outside the garden. Peter never stopped running or looking behind him till he got home to the big fell tree. He was so tired that he flopped down among the nice soft sand on the floor of the rabbit hole and shut his eyes. His mother was busy cooking. She wondered what he had done with his clothes. It was the second little jacket and pair of shoes that Peter had lost in a fortnight. A fortnight is two weeks to see your penny. I am sorry to say that Peter was not very well during that evening. His mother put him to bed and made him chamomile tea, and she gave him gave a dose of it to Peter. One tablespoon would be taken at bedtime. 
But Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail had bread and milk and blackberries for supper. The end. A note about the tale of Peter Rabbit. The tale of Peter Rabbit was Beatrix Potter's first story. The story began as a letter with pictures written to a young boy named Noel Moore. Some years after she sent the letter, Beatrix wrote that story again. She added more of, Pe- of Peter's adventures, and she included colored pictures. Beatrix was 36 years old when she completed this book. The Tale of Peter Rabbit was published in 1902. So that's our first story, and that's going to be our first episode. We have about nine more episodes coming out about the Tale of Peter Rabbit for each of the different stories. Okay, so see you later. Goodbye.